Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com, where we turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. See, we believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world, even you. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll share info on how you could be our next guest. Three times a week, five to 15 minutes each, learn from successful business owners and professionals. It's time to get inspired. Let's go. <laughs> Kirsten Berry, you're the founder and CEO of Burt Consulting on the web at, and, and it's the French spelling of Burt, V-E-R-T-E consulting.com. Uh, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So tell us what Burt Consulting does. I mean, I could spill the beans and say that you do uh, uh, online accounting and, and virtual CFO work, which I'm really excited. Like, I love that space, um, but I'll let you kind of explain exactly uh, who you serve and, and what, uh, what goodness you bring the world. I help women-owned and co-owned businesses with their finances the same way that a company would... Uh, my clientele is usually one to five mil revenue. The same way that that size company would ask an outside website design company to build their website. The owner or the main assistant delivering the consulting, they would never in the evening sit there and build their own website. I think the same stands true for accounting. The purpose of a business owner is to take their idea and run with it and promote it to people and sell it and create it and do the things that they're delivering. Like whatever their passion and dream is, that's their job. It's not fair and they shouldn't have to then also try to do their finances and their business. I tell people frequently that they're very two different direction facing goals. If you're trying to grow your business, you're looking forward to the future. You might have to be thinking of marketing things to purchase you're not going to then also argue with yourself and say, oh, don't spend the money. So it's better to have somebody else looking at it from a different angle, which is usually a little bit backwards facing. You're looking at like, what are we spending? What's our budget? You want to kind of have like checks and balances with that person and discuss, hey, I want to do this great big marketing plan. And then the other person can say something along the lines of, yes, do that, but you can only spend half what you're thinking. So they're not not spending, like hedging too conservatively and not spending any money and growing their business because that's a, a bad idea as well. But they're not putting themselves out of business by making too risky financial moves. So having that external CFO but not paying for a full-time person is really valuable to a growing company. And the last thing I'll say on that is Google did a uh, survey of like, I think a thousand companies and listed what attributes they had to their fast growing, um, uh, what made them be a fast growing company. And one is outsourcing everything that's not your main service or product that you're delivering up until wow. you grow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I completely, I mean, that's the, the, the kind of the, um, you know, the, the Henry Ford principle, or was that right? Or did you just surround yourself with experts and, yes. you know, do the one thing that you do in your zone of genius. And I guess that brings me to my next question is, let's say you're a, a, a new business owner 
at what point do you go from, uh, you know, because I think bookkeeping is bookkeeping and taxes is I, for, for many people is probably going to be an early outsourced thing. I mean, I know it was for me because I hate that work. Um, And uh, so obviously taxes and bookkeeping, I mean, that's just, that's a super smart investment. Um, But how does someone know at what level should they start considering uh, expanding that role into providing uh, financial strategy and advice? I think that a person needs to get advice from the start of their company. And that may be them just getting a couple hours consultation and then someone saying to them, here's how you can, you know, not go too far awry. Like, you know, let me give you some basic principles and some basic business to do's that you have to do. Like starting a business, there's about a dozen things that you need to actually do when you start your business. Otherwise you're going to be trying to fix things backwards and then that's going to possibly be expensive and uh, stressful. Uh, So I think that each step along the way, as much as a person can budget, they really should get some kind of consultation and budget as much as they can. And if they have to, you know, do some things themselves, have the expert give this, give them some training and then have them do their best and then check in three months later and fix any errors. Um, even if you can't hire someone consecutively every month, my services are monthly services. They're scoped out to have certain things done every month uh, for a very extended period of time. If you, if a person can't do that, they should at least get consultation along the way and then start to budget for somebody on a monthly basis. I also believe, uh, so the bookkeeping and the business management part of it is separate than the tax compliance. And I feel like two different expertise. So then that's the next step is bringing in someone with the tax expertise, making sure before the end of the year, that there aren't any surprises and the person is yeah. doing all those little things they should be doing correctly. Um, and then going forward, that person should be getting quarterly check-ins from the CPA, which then usually means at the end of the year, it's a one to two hour process to do the taxes. And then that's it. So I really believe people commonly hold off way too long trying to save a couple hundred bucks, but yeah. it won't in the long run. It never, ever will. I hate to be that strict about it, but it, if, if, if I've, I've ne- put it this way, I've never had uh, a company come to me whose books were in great shape <laughs> in like the decades that of doing surprise it. Me. Yeah. Nobody comes to me and they're like, everything is great. Can you take over? Um, every single client has a phase where we are fixing one to, to a dozen things to get them up to speed. And then we can start doing what I call phase B, which is current and future planning. But everyone comes in their phase A, their first phase is always like, let's get you just caught up to present and make sure everything is sorted out up to now. Wow. So for someone to provide beyond just bookkeeping and and tax advice, um, but to actually provide strategy in that role, 
what, what do you think someone that's competent, uh, I mean, are just looking at, so if I'm a business owner and I want to hire someone uh, to serve in that role um, as a consultant from time to time, what do you think of, I mean, what is a, how much am I looking to invest in that service? Um, so for example, a person can book an hour with me for $250, like one hour, and they can pick my brain for one hour. They can ask me, uh, cloud software advice. They can ask me financial advice. They can ask me business planning advice, the whole gamut. Um, so there are plenty of folks like myself that exist that can give for a fee, variety of fee just a bunch of information as well as of course they can Google. Um, I think a person needs to start at some point when they can start budgeting 500 to a thousand dollars a month at the beginning, and then it's going to jump up to a thousand to 2000, but they're, they should be at like a million dollars at that point. And yeah. really 2000 a month is pennies. If their revenue is a million and that person is helping their company be organized enough to grow. Um, mm. So I think a person really needs to have a percentage of their revenue go towards what we call administration. And that's hard for a business owner to think with. I get it because someone, a business owner is thinking like, what's going to earn me money? So it's hard for them to think paying somebody for administration is going to earn them money, but it actually will um, in the long run because it'll catch mistakes. It'll make sure that their credit score stays good and that it doesn't cost them more. It will catch any kind of strange vendor issues that might be going on. It will make sure that their clients are paying on time and that they have a really good cash flow. So paying for this administration seems like it's not bringing in money. It's, you know, it's not the same as like selling or service and then getting a profit, but it really at the end of the day will earn the company money. Yeah. So it seems like one of those investments that, um, you know, and again, it, I, that's why I really love the idea of, uh, you know, this fractional CFO or just, you know, inviting a consultant in from time to time just for a little checkup, you know, kind of like going to the doctor and say, hey, you know, I got this pain over here. What should I do about that? And, um, you know, it's one thing to just follow good sound principles and, you know, learn best practices, that sort of thing. But I think it's another thing entirely to say, hey, here's my really unique uh, here's our unique position. Here's some things that we're thinking about in terms of planning for the next year. Um, what would you recommend to a, they're like reduced, maybe it's just reduced tax liability. Uh, maybe we're burning through too much cash right now. Um, you know, how can we, um, you know, you know, just given everything you know about us, you know, what would you recommend? I mean, I mean this just seems like a, a, a smart investment um, for any business owner or even really small business owner, but even like, um, you know, freelancers that are just billing clients. I, I think that there's even some, some smart strategy, some smart things that they might be missing out on if they don't have access to that wisdom. I agree. And I like your doctor analogy. You definitely wouldn't let a pain. I mean, you would, you'd think you wouldn't let a pain yeah. just sit there and get worse and worse and worse, not knowing what it is. You really would want to talk to someone about that. And, yeah. uh, finances, it can also be, you know, pain <laughs> and you definitely right. don't avoid that. Um, because at the end of the day, there's two ways that you're, are two reasons why you're doing accounting. One is your day-to-day -day management of your own company. And then the second is just compliance. You have the government. You have to comply with certain things. There is 
the law says literally, if you have a business, you are obligated to keep books. They don't care if you know or can't afford how to do that. They <laughs> just are obligated to. And uh, you, the second you decide to go into business, you take on all these responsibilities that you didn't even realize you agreed to. They just come with the course. So making sure that you comply with all that is also really important as well. Yeah, awesome. Well, Kirsten Berry, you're the founder and CEO of Vert Consulting on the web at V-E-R-T-E consulting.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Great advice. Uh, and uh, I'm sure that whoever's listening to us right now, uh, what do you typically do with, uh, how does someone engage with you? What does that look like? For example, when they first decide to inquire, yeah, like what's the first step if they're like, man, I don't, all I know is I think I need a little help. What, what do they do then? Do they call you? Do they fill out a form? Like, how does that usually look? That usually looks by them going to the website, reading, getting comfortable with me, seeing that our company is a real human company <laughs> and they can book a meeting with Carol, um, mm -hmm. or, you know, that first initial kind of inquiry and find out more about how our services work, or they can shoot me an email directly. And that is my name, Kirsten at vertconsulting.com. And they can, you know, lurk on Twitter, <laughs> find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm really open um, and very available for all sorts of questions and inquiries. And I will do my best if I if my firm doesn't have a service to help somebody, I probably have a colleague that can. So my goal at the end of the day is just to help everyone have um, their own business. And the more individual, small, medium-sized businesses that exist, uh, the happier I am. So I'll just do anything I can to help them. If I can't, I will get them to the right place. Kirsten, you seem like a good person to know. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me again. This was wonderful. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. If you are a thoughtful entrepreneur or business professional who would like to be a media celebrity and be on our show, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And while you're at it, take our free quiz and learn your authority score. That's available for you right now at upmyinfluence.com slash quiz. And please do us a favor. If you liked the guest that was just interviewed, would you share this episode on social media? Also, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. See, we believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill our mission to help create more media celebrities. Make sure to hit subscribe, binge listen to our previous episodes, and we'll send you the next episode three times a week automatically five to 15 minutes exactly what you need to inspire yourself just a little bit more learn from others and grow with that thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the thoughtful entrepreneur revolution